Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week is our Litha episode. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So Litha is just around the corner, and uh, this will be our sort of standard episode of correspondences and information about Litha, but then we're also going to talk a little bit about what we have planned for Litha, because for the first time in over a year, we are able to do a Sabbat together. And at the beach. And at the beach. So, welcome to our Litha episode. Litha is the summer solstice. Uh, which is the longest day of the year. Um, Again, all of this referencing is Northern Hemisphere, where we are. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Litha is, it's Yule in the Southern Hemisphere because it's going to be the shortest day of the year. Yeah, exactly. But uh, for us in the Northern Hemisphere, it is the longest day of the year. It is mythologically, there's so many myths around this, and you can find one that fits your needs best. But the one I like and the one I tend to gravitate towards is the idea that the Holly King is going to defeat the Oak King. The tradition or the myth that I you like the most that is applicable you know what we're gonna skip that word all applicable thank you good grief <laughs> um it, it, to my personal path is the idea that the holly king is going to battle the oak king and win for quote supremacy end quote uh over the time of the year so the holly king will now rule from summer solstice to winter solstice where we will repeat this struggle and then the oak king will win and i don't know why that's my favorite but from here until yule the days will be getting shorter um <laughs> nancy's well, making I, faces yeah because i'm a summer person it's a little quirky to me because to me this is just the beginning so like everything should be really good for three months and then go down yeah but i know it's the length of the, yeah. the equal days and that but yeah especially here where we are where we haven't haven't hit summer yet well actually summer is starts yeah summer solstice yeah so some other names for litha are saint john's eve or the feast day for saint john who i i love researching the saints and um i've been working on an episode for because i'm just like that um (laughs) midsummer uh, Cronia, which is an ancient festival of reversals. So during this festival, Cronia, you would, it's where the jester would become king. Yeah. And the, and the fool rules oh, for the day, usually, and then is sacrificed, but you know, <laughs> yeah. um, little stuff like that, you know, little stuff. Uh, and Vestalia or the celebration of Vesta, um, a goddess of earth, but also of hearth and home. Kind of makes sense for this time. Uh, I saw one reference to Apollo that he went in the winter or the fall. He goes somewhere else to be with, and I forget the name of the village or place, and then he comes back on summer, like for the yeah. summer. Yeah, so I saw that too. The, yeah, the, 
and cold and the light and everything. And Apollo is the sun god. Yeah, which um, makes sense. And we'll get more into to deities later. Um, um, <laughs> as I'm looking at our big board here. So some correspondences that you can use when you're celebrating Litha um, are going to be for your animals bees, butterflies, caterpillars, or as my son used to call them, calipiters. Calipiters. That makes sense. Yeah. Horses. Okay. So, I, so I, I wasn't sure if that was an animal I didn't know because in the, in the document it said H-O-R-S. I thought, what? No, I meant horses. Horses. I was like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> lions, the phoenix, or any other animal of transformation through destruction. Yeah. Which is why caterpillars and butterflies are up there because a caterpillar makes its cocoon, completely Changes. melts down to goo, and then rebuilds from that. It's yeah. Gross. Kind of makes sense too. <clears throat> um, so any animal that, that transforms through destruction. Colors, because it is absolutely a fire sabbat, you're going to want your reds, your yellows, your oranges, any fiery colors, mm -hmm. uh, but also green, gold, and white. Just the fire summary kind of colors and the and zodiac is... Is cancer. So welcome to cancer season because that will start actually on the day of the Sabbat. We move out of Gemini and into cancer. Oh, okay. Thank God we're moving out of Gemini. <laughs> Then foods <laughs> are berries, Makes sense. Me meads, honey, tomatoes, any of the first harvest things mm -hmm. too, which is why the berries are up there because they're usually yeah, the very earliest. Yeah. But um, so if you have early cucumbers, or yeah. any, those can go on your altar or as part of your feast or offerings. For your herbs, now this is this we got some interesting ones this year this time, and I love that. So we have black-eyed Susan, which I cannot read black-eyed anymore without your story. I'm like, ew, black-eyed Susan. Well, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it was creeping me out. <laughs> so black-eyed Susans are, they look very similar to a sunflower, but smaller. Okay. And the, the center is very, very large. Okay. And um, I always associate with them with my mother, in part because of the name, yeah. but also because she always grew them. In every garden she ever had, there were black-eyed Susans somewhere. Calendula, cinnamon. My cinnamon. Yes, I do like my cinnamon. Yeah, well, cinnamon is deeply associated with the element of fire. Yeah. Uh, clover, and that's even just the stuff you can go pick out of your oh, okay. grass. Uh, copal, which is a resin. Um, also very associated with fire. Frankincense and dragon blood are also both resins, hmm. um, but you can buy copal, frankincense, and dragon blood scented incense. Oh, okay. Most of your metaphysical shops will have I've seen the dragon those. Blood. Yeah. St. John's wort. I am going to make sure that I give a warning here most of these are edible. I'm not 100% sure on the black-eyed Susan and the resins. Obviously, you're not going to eat. But St. John's wort is an herb that is used in medicine. Yeah. But you have to be very careful on dosage, right? Be very careful on dosage. It will mess with things like antibiotics and birth control. And it will make you much, much, much more susceptible to sunburn. Mm. 
And I give this warning because I'm also going to tell you that Black Eyed, or not Black Eyed Susan, St. John's Wort is wonderful. It's a wonderful herb for depression. Yeah. Uh, but you need to know those caveats. Or you might be more preg- more <laughs> depressed when you get pregnant. <laughs> not us, but no. something like Sunflower and Stinging Nettle are all going to be herbs you can use for incense. You can use them for to place on your altar you could make a really delicious st john's wort tea with the cinnamon and a little bit of clover mm. that'd be yummy your stones and crystals are going to be bloodstone tiger's eye carnelian clear quartz citrine red jasper yellow topaz and sunstone and the fire colors and all, <laughs> yeah and all red. of all of the fire stones, all, uh, all of the color, those colors are just all fire. Um, so you could substitute any of the yellow and red stones that you already have in your, in your collection if needed. Because yep. we remember we're here at Lunar Magic. We want you to do what you can with what you got. Uh, for your altar decorations, anything reminiscent of the sun, basically. So a disc is often considered reminiscent of the sun, especially if it's a, um, a mirror. Yeah. A a specifically a circular mirror. Yeah, that would work. Images of the sun, images of a phoenix, whether that be pictures or a statue, swords, bale or bonfire, images of them, not don't, 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 don't put a bonfire right on your altar. Yeah. Like, I mean, do you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Any light, and, and beautiful, you know, summer, you know, light a bunch of candles. Yep. Summer fruits, citruses, citrus fruits. Berries. Yeah, berries. Any of the summer things. Mm-hmm. Just, we've been um, collecting for our Litha altar, and it's literally just been, well, this looks like it's fun today. This looks like it's fun today. Yeah. <laughs> so, anything copper. Copper is the metal associated with litha so if you i have a copper cauldron oh i should pack that um i bought copper trays so that'll be our travel altar and i yeah yeah i have a giant chunk of copper i borrowed we kind of liberated it because it's our first really the first one we really celebrated together Mm mm-hmm and just the two of us, and that we're actually going to the beach, which is the magical place for me anyway. We are super excited, and I might have gotten a little overboard, overboard shopping, but that's me. I think Nancy's love language is shopping. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just see something and think, I need that. But I did the last one, there was something else, and I thought, oh, I need that. And I go, really, Nancy? No, you don't need that. Obviously, <laughs> someone else needs me. Um, your trees, so because it's summer, uh, there's a wider selection of trees that are ready to, to be used as part of the, your, your practice for this time of year. Beech, birch, willow, and of course, holly and oak. Of course. Um, oh, makes me sad that they cut down all the birch trees on this, our street, my street. Yeah. Yeah, my birch tree. I haven't. My grandmother used to have a willow tree in her backyard. 
and we used to just we used to sit under it and watch the uh, fireworks every year. Yeah. Well, that's what I wrote, Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I thought I wrote that down somewhere. That's so your deities. Deities. Ah, uh, Holly and Oak King. For if you follow a more Egyptian path, that's going to be Hathor and Isis, um, but also Nut and Ra, because all four of those are part of a story of resurrection and rebirth yeah. through destruction. Yeah. Uh, Hestia and Vesta, hearth and home, and fire. Yeah, they're both fire. Apollo. Uh, bringer and changer, change of seasons. Um, right. uh, that he spent in the hyper Thonia oh, or Thonia. <laughs> I can't read your writing. Hyper, hyper Bororians or something. Anyway, someplace he spent a lot of time. <laughs> and then he would come back in the spring and summer. So mm-hmm. that's what brought the light back. Well, which brings us to myths and why things happen. And, but also that we can. Add in Demeter and Persephone, yeah, for for their not destruction, but the the myth of uh, Demeter and Persephone. Persephone went to the underworld, yeah, was kidnapped, uh, and six months out of the year she lives with Hades, and then Demeter, her mother, was so dis- destroyed that nothing grew that six months that Persephone was gone in the myths and in any of the things I've seen, there's no like this, like a clear defined, this is the swap point. But I think that if you're doing anything around the concept of rebirth, destruction, kind of anything like that, you really should be including Demeter and Persephone. Yeah. So those are the deities. We... I'll let you do the next part. We are um, we are taking the summer solstice to a whole new level. We did some research of again, like we mentioned before, the witches' wheel of the year, and I always Anju, Anju here, um, witches' wheel of the year. If you're interested in getting into that, um, excellent book, and her altar book is also excellent. So some of the ways uh, midsummer nap. That's one thing I'm not sure we're going to have time for during the celebration because we got a lot <laughs> of stuff that we're going to put into like 30 hours or whatever time we're gone. <laughs> the one I really love because um, someone here in this room needs to get rid of some shit, um, the ninth wave, where you either write it on a couple of different things. You can write it on a piece of driftwood or a stone or something and then as you're putting all the intention into that stone or driftwood of what you're trying to get rid of, you count the ninth wave and you throw it out and it takes it away with it. There's some things that we can get rid of for you. I am going to do a little different twist. I made a sigil um, for one of Kristen's and my new endeavor that will update you when we're ready. And that is going to go out with the ninth wave to go out into the universe. (laughs) She's laughing at me. Um, the other thing I love, absolutely, we're going to do is ocean witches jars, where you take bits of broken shell, or they said sea glass, but I don't think we have too much sea glass broken in our area, and then fill it with sand and seawater, and that's going to be your protection psych- against psychic or 
and all this shit. And we have plenty of jars to choose from. Yes. I kind of went. You went a little crazy. I pulled a Nancy. You did pull a Nancy. Actually. So I don't feel bad about it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I see a pattern here on some of the ones I thought. The the bonfire also had an interesting one where you could, you start your bonfire and then you absorb the energy of the fire. So you sit and meditate a little bit and draw in that energy. And then you also have something you want to get rid of that you've written on paper. And then when you've absorbed all that energy and you have it in you, you throw the paper into the fire and then envision that taking away your thing that you want to take away. Oh, I should um, not put that picture in a jar. I have another, I can print it. I have another one. Yeah. Um, and then you can write a little, little verbiage on the back of it. Um, travel altar. We kind of went a little overboard on the travel altar. I got a couple of copper trays. I got a glass with a phoenix on it and then little red fairy lights to, since we're going to be in a hotel, we don't really want to have a fire inside the um, room. So that's going to go in there. We got Jasper, we got court, clear court, dragon bloodstone that I never had before. And then some tiger's eyes and a couple other things. Citrine. We've got, um, that chunk of copper. Yeah. That was in there too. was important because it needs to be reclaimed and then um you got some herbs too didn't you i think i have most of the herbs from the list i know um i've got cinnamon and i've got copal and i've got dragon's blood i always have dragon's blood and saint john's wort i grabbed some frankincense i grabbed a couple of other ones when i was at um Shameless plug for a local business that I absolutely love and ships worldwide. Mountain Rose Herbs. Oh yeah, yeah they. Um, they have a they have a storefront and I went in and I was just like, well, I know I need this list of things, and I got what they had of that list. But mm-hmm. then I was also like, and what else do I want? Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. And since you? I'm here, um, and it was, I grabbed a couple of things that. I tend to associate with summer, but that weren't on the list. And yeah. One of those things is hibiscus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and everybody has different opinions, but like I say with everything else, you do you. Whatever you associate with this season and this um, solstice, not just, just do you or Sabbath. Um, like sometimes the colors, I mean, I know it's fire, but sometimes the colors for a season, or that doesn't make sense to me. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, mm, no. Christmas, I need these colors, or you know, Yule, I need these colors, and this, to me, I, I didn't, I was really good this time, I didn't throw in, I wanted, really wanted like purple, and because I think the colors are the flowers of that time yeah. of the year, Yep. but I didn't do it, I stayed more true this time, but it's, it represents your practice and your belief of that mm-hmm. season, so I think you just need to do you, just like with anything, it's all about intention too. You don't you don't need to go crazy like me and go out and buy a lot of stuff. But in my defense, this is a big one for us. We will be together at the coast, at staying the overnight. The other one that I really liked and um, the honor of the sun. And I had that sand bowl where I had the candles in that. Mm-hmm. Um, now it talked about the floating candles and in water, but I haven't decided. I might bring it, but we do have a lot of other stuff. We do have some shit to throw to the fairies in that mm-hmm. too. The other, 
That's my professional thing, throw shit to the fairies. And we have some offerings for fairies. The other thing we'll end up with is the five things to do, and we have got these covered. Sunbathe, we are going to the coast, and it's supposed to be absolute gorgeous. And if anybody knows the Oregon coast, that's not always true. In fact, most of the time it's not true. No. Sunbathing, we'll have covered. Journal, we have that covered. Kristen always brings her journal. I will bring mine this time. The third one is reading the card or getting a reading. It's probably going to be me getting a reading and Kristen doing the reading. She's the expert. I've already packed five decks. <laughs> yeah, she's got to cover it. I don't even have to bring a deck. Um, the other one is watching a sunset. Again, if you live on the West Coast, that I was raised on the East Coast, so it was always the place you went for a sunrise. So, mm -hmm. you know, the last, I don't even know how many years, I'm old been here since I was 18 now the sunsets are absolutely gorgeous especially if it's going to be a clear night and the stars and everything that sunset covered lighting a fire we are going to get ourselves some wood and have a fire on the beach and uh one of the things I love about and the we'll Oregon throwing shit in the fire too. <laughs> yeah uh one of the things I love about the Oregon coast or about Oregon in general is that all of the beaches along the coast are public beaches yes and unless there is a fire hazard, yeah, and they're can, really good about posting signs everywhere, yeah. if there is, they, you can build a bonfire yeah. on the beach. Like, yeah, no one cares. Close to, yeah. And where we're going has that big, big wide beach. Has a big wide beach. We'll have no problem. The other thing is we've been experimenting with elderflower drink. So. We did a practice run. <laughs> I am, I am someone who likes a good tipple and I love the idea of making signature cocktails for literally any event every event like there's it's true and um so you know for my birthday one year we had violet cocktails that were amazing yeah. um we've done um I've done hibiscus cocktails um I can't even think of all of the, yeah. Because what happens is I'll do the event, I'll make the signature cocktail for the event, and then I won't remember to make that drink again. What did <laughs> we? Um, it's just my. What was the last simple syrup we made? We made. Um, bought the lavender. Well, didn't we make lavender simple syrup recently? I feel like it was. Or was it violet? Something else. No, it wasn't. Because I bought. No, it wasn't violet. Maybe it was violet. I don't remember. It was the last. It's about. I think. So about six weeks ago? Yeah. Remember I hmm. bought it offline? Yeah, I know. I remember. Anyway. But that was good. A lot of stuff happens. That was good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, elderberries make a lovely uh, addition to a drink. Um, and elderflowers. So most, uh, so elderflowers are edible. Elderberries are edible. They are sweet and tart. They have a very distinctive flavor. Bonus points for consuming elder is that it does help your immune system. Yeah. Um, kind of counteracts the alcohol. <laughs> but Wait until I tell you about my drink. Um, <laughs> got um, elderflower tonic ball and what was the other one? Elderflower lemonade. Lemonade, yes. I, as usual, I go overboard and what was the other one? The syrup? Mm-hmm. Or elderflower, there, you bought simple syrup, elderflower syrup. Yeah. Um, and then we just add our 
Lemoncello. Lemon. Yes. Uh, which is one of my current favorite. Li- it's it's nice because it's low alcohol. That's it's, what we put in the last drink, but I, I don't know. My memory's going. Look, I just have constantly been replenishing my supply because. Have you? Like, I'm still on the. Like, I only drink when you're over. No, I take that back. One night I had. <laughs> she's she's rolling. Um, in my defense, I can't drink a lot of stuff. Not because no. I can't handle the alcohol with my autoimmune system. Well, there's so much sugar. Sometimes, yeah, I can't of, do a lot of sugar anymore. Cocktail drinks yeah. and things like that. And um, I used to be a daiquiri or margarita person. Now I just go for more things that just have. I'm like, I'm like the last drinks really were fine. The lemon and the. Because we don't, we are. Oh, the blood orange soda and that, and the, oh, it was the thyme lemonade. Yeah. Oh, that was good. And then there was a limited supply. If I knew it, I would have bought a lot more. Yeah. So, don't be afraid to experiment with alcohol. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Only if you're. No, don't do that. Yeah. Um, But we're making an elderflower cocktail, so it's going to be elderflower lemonade. Yep. With a little bit of simple syrup and tonic. some tonic water, just straight regular tonic water. Yeah. <laughs> Even though yeah. I boiled a flower tonic water, too. and then we'll experiment with that. Because you know, that's right. Um, and then um, limoncello, which is a low alcohol um, liqueur. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to be one of the reasons I do cocktails around sabbats. Because I always offer a drink. It's part of my, it's just part of my tradition. I was raised by an Irish witch who always, I didn't realize it at the time, but there was always a little cup of something on the stove or by the stove. It was always a little cup of something. Yeah. Don't touch that cup, kiddos. That's not for you. Yeah, it's not for you. But there was, it was always on the stove. And now I know. Yeah. It was an offering, and I get that now. And yeah. so because I was just a raise, raised by the, you know, this woman was such a bit, you know, part of my life. And yeah. my mother, there was always a little little glass of wine somewhere in the house. Interesting. I didn't know your mother. I knew your grandmother had that, but I didn't know your mother did that. My mother will tell you, well, she did say uh, just a few weeks before she died that she'd never ever ever been drunk before in her entire life <laughs> she said that to a room full of people who have who seen walked her, her home <laughs> my cousin and i were just like mm-hmm. okay you can't argue with someone on there what is she saying but she was dying so she gets a pass yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. so our litha is going to be a very active litha yeah and one of the things we're going to do is next episode, we're going to come back and um, fill you in on exactly what we did. And there will be pictures on the, the website website, and all the details. Um, but we would love for you to be more active with us. So email us. Kristen will give you the address. If you do something, you'll alter. If you went and did something, if you had a bonfire, become part of our community and send us these things. And you can send us your pictures, your thoughts, everything. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. The website is lunarmagicteatime.com where you can see our photos and see the things that we've done throughout the year. You can find us on Facebook. Just look up Lunar Magic Tea Time. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Join the group. Um, You can find us on Instagram, 
TikTok, YouTube, under Lunar Magic Tea Time. Um, although I will warn you right now, the TikTok is just me ranting about a terrible book club. <laughs> hey, sometimes so you have to rant. if you want that, welcome to out. TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, I had to get it out. Yeah. Um, and you can buy merch at Teespring. And of course, you can find mm-hmm. the you can find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Castbox, Podbean, all of them, all of the above, all of the above, and have the most magical litha you've ever had. Go out, enjoy, just go outside, do whatever makes sense to you for the season, and we can finally start enjoying ourselves again. But be safe out there, and as always, have a magical day.